My name's Eric, and we would like to give everyone a warm welcome to your Viking Sports Podcast back again. I'm here joined by Keegan. What up, guys? How we doing? And we have a big shout-out to make as we are joined by a new podcast member, Zach Dill. Everyone give that guy a warm welcome. Thank you guys for having me on this podcast. Uh, I am an incoming freshman from Lake Tahoe, California. I play on the Salem State hockey team, and I'm just really honored to be welcomed into this podcast. Well, it's our pleasure to have you, Zach. Uh, we look forward to a great year here, and uh, it is at this time we'd like to announce our first interviewee of the year, and it's Kelly McCarthy. Uh, Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, so we'd like to start off just by asking kind of how'd you end up here at Salem and how'd you get into your sport? Of course, we know you play field hockey. Um, how is it just getting into that world and that sport kind of getting into the college level? Yeah, it was definitely a wild ride for me. I didn't know I wanted to play at the collegiate level. I basically thought I wasn't good enough. And so I think that's something everyone goes through in their sport, yeah. thinking they're good enough to play at the college level. So I ended up being a walk-on to the team. I ended up being the only goalkeeper by sophomore year. I was ranked 13th in Division Three nationally for goalkeepers. So oh, wow. that was definitely a cool experience. But coming to Salem, I chose a school before I chose a sport. So I love Salem State University. I love the area from the South Shore. I loved Bridgewater. It was too close for me. So I decided Salem State was a really good alternative. So that's kind of how I ended up here. So about like roles and as a coach at Salem State, how would you say you transferred going from a player to a coach this year? Yeah, it's definitely a difficult like transformation. So yeah. uh, I think the most difficult part is that a lot of the people I'm coaching now are my teammates and yeah. my friends. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a difficult role, but I think luckily I gained respect from all of them mm-hmm. as a player. I took Helps very much a of a leadership role as a player. Um, I was somebody who like really stuck to the rules and uh, clean cut and dry. So yeah. um, that always helped me uh, become a coach, better coach. Yeah, it made it easier um, transition. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I already gained that respect as a captain and as somebody, as a leader on the team. So stepping into the coaching role is definitely different, um, but I think that it's been really, really great so yeah. far. Is it weird just seeing like your old teammates, like coaching them, telling them what to do? Yes and no. So in the goalie position, um, I'm pretty sure it's similar in hockey. Like you're kind of the controller, right? You're telling yeah, everybody yeah. what's going on. You're constantly talking with them, communicating, um, telling people where to go, yeah. marking yeah. up. You're the only like one that. that can see the whole field. Exactly. Yeah. So it's definitely a unique position. So they're used to hearing my voice. So just no longer in the net on the sideline yeah. now. Yeah. I'm still telling them the same things that I was telling them as a goalie. It's definitely different working with the field players, um, but I do like to really focus on the goalies. Goalie coaching is like one of my favorite things yeah. in the world. I coached a club team, um, specifically goalie. So it's definitely something I'm looking forward to in the future is bringing in more numbers of goalies and being able to really work with them and increase their skill level. Yeah. As uh, we're all players, obviously, on the hockey team, what made you want to be a goalie? Yeah. Because goalie is rad. Yeah. Especially (laughs) my sisters play field hockey and that's a hard ball. You're real brave for that. How'd that happen? So it's actually a pretty funny story. I I played the field throughout middle school into high school. Freshman year of high school, I played on our um, JV team in high school. And my coach looked at me and she said, you're never going to step foot on my varsity field. You're far too aggressive <laughs> as a field player. So I think you should be a goalie. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll try. I'll That's give it a whirl. And, and I fell in love with it. It's definitely yeah. a crazy position, but I like having that, that control over the game, right? You determine if the ball hits the back of the net. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I like to have that control. Like, you need offensively for them to push, but yeah. it all starts with the goalkeeper in my eyes. Um, yeah. 
I also think uh, field hockey goalie is one of the hardest goalies. You can't possess the ball. Yeah. Uh, you can't stop play. So You have no pads either. You just hit with that thing. <laughs> you got some pads, but it's definitely hard to move in them. Um, but it's that's how I became a goalie, and I fell in love with it immediately. So I feel like an early theme we're seeing here is your work ethic. Where do you think that work ethic came from, and how do you just keep growing that? And is there anything that you feel like you really need to work on in that like coaching aspect and playing aspect? What's been your biggest struggle? Yeah, my work ethic came from my dad. My dad has the biggest work ethic I've ever seen in my whole life. Like he is constantly helping people. Like every person he meets becomes his best friend. And so that's something that I always strive to do. I like to help people. I like to, and coaching gives you that opportunity to really help people and impact them, not only as players, um, but as people. Um, There's so many different things in sport that translate to life. So for me, that's the reason. I think the biggest thing I can work on as coach is being a little bit harder. I've got a super soft spot for people. I love humans in general. So being able to like have that like authoritative voice, I kind of like a little duller, but that's where a head coach really comes in. She's more like vocal, very like aggressive in a good way. Um, being able to genuinely motivate the girls, whereas I can have more of like that same conversation, get to the same answer, but I say it just yeah, in terms. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely harder too because you have like your old teammates too, so it's definitely harder to be like more assertive on them. Yeah. Because they, they knew you from last year, the year before, and stuff like that. I sometimes feel the opposite. I do feel they, like I'm harder on them. Do they take you seriously when you're... Yeah, yeah they, they do. do. They yeah. do. Again, I think it comes just back from the, respect like, like who I was yeah. as yeah, a player. Yeah, just respect. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that they were scared of me as a player, but no. on the flip side, like, yeah. they respected me, so like they yeah. weren't going to dread. business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So, what does it mean to be the program coordinator? Yeah, so my job in Campus Life and Rec, uh, my full-time role... Um, is program coordinator, and so I run all the weekend and evening programming. Oh, so cool. yeah, all so, what's so is that sports? What does that entail? Like yeah, so tonight or actually tomorrow night we have a roller rink. Um, so I put that together. Nice. Um, so we, we're, we're turning the um, rocket arena into a roller rink, a one night glow roller rink. Oh. Having people come, it's free oh, wow. for everybody. Um, October fifteenth, uh, we're going to Canopy Lake Park. So free oh. ride, you get to take the the bus. We take the bus up free admission, you go in, you come back. So it's basically all these large scale events for the campus community. We do see a lot of athletics come in. I think that is a testament to how I try and spread the word to athletics. So yeah. I enjoy having them come yeah. to our events. Um, I enjoy the people in athletics. But yeah, it's basically all of those large scale events. And then day to day, I supervise the all the staff in the Gasset Fitness Center. So all Ooh. those people you see in those orange shirts, they're my staff. So if you ever have a problem oh. with them, you let me know. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I supervise all of them, which again is a transition for me. Um, a lot of them were my coworkers yeah. um, just a few months ago. So coming into this role yeah. and now supervising them, I have it on both sides, coaching yeah. and my full-time job. Yeah. So you got to be assertive with them too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely finding your voice and finding yeah. the right thing. I, I, all, I will always get to the answer. I'll always get to the point I'm trying to make. My goal and hope this year is to try, take a shorter path to get there. Yeah. I, again, I, I like to say the words and try and get them to kind of come to the conclusion that like either I'm like disappointed in what they did yeah. or like I need them to work harder or things like that. I like for them to come to it, but eventually I hope as a leader and has somebody in an authoritative position, I can get to those answers more quickly. Yeah. I mean, leading like with your work ethic, people just see that, they'll, they'll get to it. Yeah. One of my biggest like philosophies is people work hard for people that work hard. Yeah. Um, so if I work hard, I show them day in, day out. Like, how to work hard, how I expect them to work hard, um, then they're going to want to work hard in return. Yeah. So, 
Did you always know you knew you wanted to be a program coordinator or did that just come about last year or? Yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah. I definitely didn't think this is where I was going to be. Yeah. Um, I went to school for psychology. Oh, okay. um, I was a minor in coaching. Okay. Um, always wanted to be a coach. Knew that from the get-go. As for program coordinator, I didn't know. Coming into last year, the position opened up. I already worked in campus life and recreation Easy. as an undergrad student. Yeah. And I was like, hey, why not try, like apply? Um, I knew that I could fulfill the role. I yeah. also think it's really unique that I saw the things I wanted to change as a student or what I hoped the pro staff would have done. And now I get to do that. Yeah. And yeah. so I feel like it can really make a difference mm -hmm. in the students. Um, I supervise their lives, but also the entire fitness center. Everybody that uses a fitness center, everybody that comes to events, yeah. kind of like remaking the wheel and trying to go into a different direction. Yeah. What I had hoped happened yeah. as a student. So you talked a lot about those changes that you saw early. What are these changes and kind of how's that going? Are you dealing with the struggles of, you know, going through the steps? What What's what's that like? Yeah, the biggest changes I wanted to see were just different things on campus. Um, like we can't keep doing the same things because we're such a diverse campus. It doesn't work for everybody. And what works one year definitely isn't going to work the next year. And there's a few that like are staple items, big prize bingo, always goes well. Towards the night late breakfast, always goes well. Yeah. We're bringing back casino night this year. The roller rink Ooh. is brand new. Yeah, I get Casino excited. night. It's in November. We're going to transform everything into a casino. We bring we bring uh, dealers. We bring wow. the games, everything. The whole night really? Yeah, we'll so it's going to be there, really will, fun. Will there be craps there? Um, craps yep. tables? Yep. Oh, babe. <laughs> yeah, so... Trying to bring things in. Uh, we're doing a wings and trivia night, but strictly uh, sports trivia. Oh, so it'll be on a Monday night football night. Um, I think it's Patriots versus the Bears. And so there'll be prizes and things like that. And I'm trying to gear things towards audiences that might not necessarily go to, you know, like a Twas the Night Late Night Breakfast or like mm -hmm. a big prize bingo, but something geared towards people who aren't always catered to. Yeah, yeah. So... You obviously do a lot around here. How do you manage your time with all the stuff you have going on? Yeah, I'm here from usually about 7 in the morning until 10 at night. Oh, wow. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like to be doing. That's just who I am as a person. Yeah. It's who my parents are. It's what they've instilled in me my whole life. I like to be doing things and helping people. Obviously, you need to take the time for yourself. Yeah. Mental health is a huge thing for me, right? I've been a mental health advocate for a long time. I worked really hard in athletics to bring those, you know, mental health speakers and everything like that to campus. So you definitely need to take time for yourself, and I'm pretty good about budgeting that, knowing when I need to take a break, knowing when I, you know, can step away for yeah. a few minutes. But I always want someone to be around and be accessible. So as a student, that's what I wanted. So mm -hmm. as a pro staff, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, so pretty open relationship. If you want to text me, if you have a question, if I'm at home and you have a question, mm -hmm. you call me, you text me. It's just my motto. Um, yeah. I like to be helping people, but I also have a lot of energy. So I like yeah. to, uh, I like, if I sit long, still too long, yeah. I'm really bored. Maybe, yeah. So. All right. Um, next one. What is the best advice you could give for student athletes? I think to take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, I think not only physically but mentally. Mm -hmm. um, I struggled throughout, um, specifically my freshman year. Adjustment period was really hard for me. Um, so that's kind of like where I took the mental health route. It's like understanding yourself and when you need a break, um, but taking care of yourself physically, mentally, yeah. academically, um, it'll put you in a greater position on the, on the ice, on the field, on the court, yeah. um, wherever you go. Um, when you're at a hundred percent mentally, physically, and like academically, emotionally, all of the above, 
you don't you can let things go on the ice. Yeah. So if you're if you're having a really bad day and you get on the ice and it's a shot, you know, it's gonna ruin your whole day. Yeah. So yeah. Um, take care of yourselves. Yeah. Right. And like motivate yourself, but don't motivate yourself to the point of burnout or breakdown. Because um, not only are you hurting yourself, you're hurting your team. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. No, it's really well said. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, <clears throat> so, oh yeah, this is a good one. Uh, how have you used uh, your major in psychology, obviously, to help you on the field, helping you, you know, be a boss and kind of telling people what to do? Like, have you used any tricks you learned or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Psychology is all about learning people and how they work and how they function. Mm-hmm. So, despite doing nothing in my field, um, in my full-time job in psychology, I, it helps me day-to-day, every day. Learning how to talk to people, understanding people, being able to read people, right? Yeah, yeah. I can see it written all over people's faces if they're having a bad day. On the flip side, there are people that don't show it on their face. I have one conversation with them. I'm like, oh, you're having a bad day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can read people really well. That's why I wanted to go into psychology, um, just to greater and further that. On the field, I think um, we have our team struggles with mental health. I think every team does. Um, so being able to, like, recognize it and understand it immediately um, before it gets too far being able to like have those conversations or talk to them on one or just reach out to them be like I'm here for you um, for me that's the biggest thing that psychology has given me is just the ability to talk to people to understand people yeah um, so I, I feel like we see a recurring theme of your huge mental health advocate and I love that so kind of wanted to jump a little deeper into that what do you think is the biggest problem that new freshmen deal with is it is it the college level is too hard and they get too down on themselves? Is it the time? What is it do you think that these kids are really seeing? They're getting a lot of them. I think it's a transition. Um, high school sports, like I came from a really rigorous high school program. So college to me was very similar. It was more of like the competition and feeling like I wasn't good enough to play at a college level. And I feel like that's what a lot of people deal with is that transition period. You leave all of your friends back home. You come to a new environment. If you're living on campus, you're living away from your parents possibly for the first time ever. Um, could be in a new state, a new school, definitely a new area. Um, so just dealing with all of those changes and then trying to jump into a sport that no one feels 100% going into. Like you might tell you know, your buddy that like, oh, I'm going to start. It's yeah, going to be amazing yeah. and I'm the best person on this team. But like deep down, you never you believe that. Yeah. Um, so having to like work to feel like enough. And I think that's a lot of like freshmen coming in. There's nerves. There's a new environment. There's new everything brand new team you think of upperclassmen they're already friends they probably live together you're not a new person and that's a really difficult place to be yeah I think like you said it is is that new person feeling for some reason it, I got the kind of feeling when you came into a class and you see two or three people talk I mean it is, there's nothing more intimidating because you just feel like these people know what they're doing and I don't know anyone absolutely and it usually ends up that those people don't even know each other it, and yeah. that's I, yeah. I was just going to yeah. say and that's it, it always comes back to usually you find out those people have no idea who they were they were just talking so I think that is, is like you said is just being able to take that first step is huge yeah um, and understanding as well like I always try to talk to myself and tell other people to talk to themselves as though you were talking to your friend. Um, So, like, when you tell yourself, like, oh, these people know what they're doing and I'm the outcast, like, what would you tell your friend in that situation? You would probably tell them, like, you're not the outcast. They probably don't know each other. Go ahead and sit down next to them and have a conversation, Mm -hmm. right? Tell that to yourself. Yeah. You know, talk to yourself as though you're your friend. Nice. Yeah. No, I really like that. Some good advice. Um... Other than that, is there anything you would like to share with us? I mean, like, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, it's been really cool learning to see, you know, the player roles. Um, 
we we did look up some of your stats. You did really well. Yeah, um, you uh, three, uh, two or three, like first team released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Stud alert. Yeah, yeah. So no, we just want to say congrats on a great Thank playing you. career. Um, it's really cool that you've been able to stay here at Salem and transition, and you want to see this program change. So can you speak to us a little bit about how you guys are trying to move forward and propel that? program and make it a powerhouse here at Salem. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it a powerhouse, you know, top three of the conference every year. That's what we're striving for. Um, we're struggling with numbers. Um, that's our biggest struggle right now is numbers. And so it's been a struggle for many years. My entire career, we had no more than 16 people on a team. We, we filled 11. We're a small team. Um, I think moving forward, the, the head coach, her name is Karen, and she's fantastic. And this is her first year as head coach. She was the assistant coach for three years. I was fortunate enough to be able to step into the assistant coach role. Um, we're looking to bring in numbers and people who are coming here for field hockey. Um, you know, people who are committed to this team and then committed to the change. Um, something we've talked about with most of our recruits. Um, is being a part of the change, being a part of the culture change, part of the you know winning culture, creating that here, um, which is a cool opportunity to be a part of um, for especially an underclassman. So bringing in large numbers of people who are here to play and here to uh, change this program. And so that's important to us. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've always been the first to say we have the resources, we have the facilities. It's a beautiful place. Um, the town is great. So like you said, though, I really appreciate you getting involved in the programs and really trying to utilize these facilities and make that change. So just another big thank you from us. And uh, thanks for having yeah, me. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. It was great. Of course. Wow. And just wanted to say another quick thank you to Kelly McCarthy. That was a great interview. We learned a lot. And wow, she is a busy woman. So now comes out. All right, and now it's time for our weekly awards. So, Keegan, take it away. We just want to give a big shout-out to uh, the women's tennis head coach, Chen Chen. Congrats on your first career win. Amazing, amazing work. Congratulations. And now we would also like to announce our Athlete of the Week. Take it away, Zach. Our Athlete of the Week is Brenna Paquette. Brenna Paquette had four goals in two games. Keep putting the ball in the net, Brenna. Congrats. Way to go. And like always, thanks for listening and have a good week, Vikings fans. Vikings out. Woo whoop. And again, we'd like to shout out none other than the SMS crew and Dr. Bloom for making all of this possible. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And thank you for listening.